0: G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 563 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and like always, if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. Send me through an email, tim, at trainsmove.com. If you're interested in my training, it's nice and simple, or you've got to go to another website, coronavirus.com. Now, a few things have been going on in my little world, Commonwealth Games is on, that's um, Yeah, for the people who don't don't know or follow, it's all the nations in the Commonwealth all compete like the Olympics, just like the Olympics. And it's good. It comes around every four years, and it's that. Yeah, it's good for Australia because it's that one time every four years we get to pretend we're Americans and dominate have a real crack so it, it's been good i've been enjoying it i i enjoy watching the swimming and i enjoy um the, the triathlons and the good what's that i was disappointed it wasn't an olympic distance triathlon but um and also you know, i always enjoy watching track but yeah it, it's good yeah what else my son did a a race today he did a du- duathlon that's a three part a three race series and this kind of kicks off his race season, his first proper triathlon race season too. And um, he said he got third overall, second youth. He definitely got second youth, but looking at the results, it was actually fifth overall. So he he did well. Um, the, uh, the the first kid, um, the first I call him youth. It's you know, um, in, in his age bracket. He got. Uh, he was recently the national champion in duathlon uh, about a month ago, so it was really good to see, you know he got to see where he's at uh, on a national level, and he got his ass kicked by this kid. This kid was on fire. I think it, um, it was like a twelve minute twelve minute gap between first and second, <laughs> so it was this kid just dominated. But as, as I said to. Um, my son Jack, I okay, you got a bit of work to do if you're going to catch him. Right? More than a, a wax chain's going to fix that one. So, <laughs> he's, so he's he's going to have to a, have a red hot crack. Now, uh, but it, it was good. He, he thoroughly enjoyed it. So, I guess you want to hear a question. Today's question comes from Jonathan who writes, he did he mentioned that he didn't mind me the last episode where I didn't have a question. So, uh, appreciate that. Uh, but he's sending one through, which I like about. Uh, how long should it? How long should you rest before this? easy for me to say. Let me start again. How long should you rest before you start training again after each triathlon length? He's got in brackets: sprint, Olympic, seventy point three, and full Ironman. Let's assume that each each distance. Let's assume for each distance that the racer is average. Or their times is of a medium time for those races. So, um, you can always, I can always go, well, everyone's different. You know, it depends on goals, it depends on volume. You know, it, we, all, we all know that, those sort of things. So you're after good, good, solid numbers. So let, 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 let's hit, hit a few. Um, sprint is... that generally we um I'll, I'll back it right up generally in, if in training you're doing a training program for an athlete i give very 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 little days off um very little because i always find that if they get the guard i always find geez i'm bloody tongue twisted today i always find that the athlete has um has got to listen to their own body so when their body's screaming that they're tired or or whatever they're in control they are they're, they need to take Ownership whether they're, they've got to cut the intensity out of their training session and just make it an easy session or They cut the session all out and make that a rest day So instead of me penciling in a rest day, I, I could easily pencil a rest day in and They're but you know their pumps raring, raring to go for a day and now we've just lost a day of training volume So I do give very little I also find life circumstances is another big one that, that plays into most age group athletes so you know i had to extra work today or had my kids you know cricket on today i wanted to go see it and then we got carried away and missed out on my training so i always find between the between the athlete um monitoring their own fatigue levels and and they communicate back to me too um so i can always say you better have tomorrow off um and life circumstances so I, in general i give very 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 little rest days i've got a few athletes that i give rest days um every like once a week but that's because their life um it has to have it uh, well well the, the you know it's it's just one of those things They they're just unavailable to train on those days so we work around that for athletes that i um give rest days for it's generally because i want them to have that rest aids i'm looking at it they're either leading into a big race or they're just gone a long period of time with no rest and i think eh, let, let's just put one in there and so i really when i put in a rest day in for an athlete i really 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 want them to have that rest day which not five minutes ago I was telling an athlete who has two rest days coming up Monday and Tuesday the next week coming up and I just knew just knew that he was going to go do something so I had to write a little comment on his rest day saying can you please have these rest days off and he wrote back yeah he was going to go for a swim so I just knew he was going to do something Um, so we'll cover that bit so that's that's covered as for um, when should you start training? Um, now, as I mentioned, you know I give very little training days, but I always factor recovery in through through the week. So um, it could be just an you know, it could be just a swim, so that we're giving the the le- the athlete's legs a day off. We could be just taking the volume, you know, an easy spin on the bike. Um, so it's active recovery. So we're getting the recovery in and we're getting it through the volume. So that, that's a very key um, aspect of what we do in, in endurance training. So rest is n- taking a full rest day sometimes is definitely not the best way to do it. it, it, it this is going to, I'm going to cop it here, but I think full rest days are overrated. They, they really are. Um, for, for 80% of the time. However, as we've just finished the race, you for I could say for sprint Olympic seventy point three, you could just keep keep. Well, I'll I'll go I'll go through one of them so. It depends what your goals are. So if you're training for an Ironman or a 70.3 and you're doing a sprint distance, having a rest day the next day, unless you went really, really deep, but even then, um, I I see no value taking that rest day unless you really need to take a rest day straight after it. Having an easy spin the day after, that's fine, or just going on a long bike ride the next day, you'd be still able to do that, even if you just keep your power... Um, at 50% of FTP just to get those um, miles in the legs you, you'll still get something so uh, Sprint distance is um, you could just keep training through um, there's the, But you have to monitor to fatigue Olympic distance very much the same But you may need to make the the very next day easy spin you may need to make it two days easy spinnings, easy recovery now we're starting to build up some good fatigue during a during a race i like for 70.3s 90 percent of the time i'll get the athlete to do an easy 60 to 60 to 90 minute easy spin the very next day but the day after i give them a rest day more times than not and i do that because we're trying to fast track the recovery through um uh, so, you know, so we're not prolonging it. I found athletes would be, you know, they do the 70.3. I used to give them the next day off, maybe two days off, three days. If it was the last last race of the season, you know, you you have a week, two weeks off. It, it, that doesn't matter. Um, but if, you know, we're mid-season or we've got, you know, we we're, we're growing to something more better or another race coming up around the corner, we just go... Um, let's say they race Sunday, Monday easy, easy, easy spin, and I describe it very no- exactly how Cadell Evans described it. You know, go to go to a coffee shop for 60, 90 minutes away. Ride super easy, whatever gear you think you need, go one easier. You know, ride 30, 40 minutes to the coffee shop, have a cuppa, and spin it back. That 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 would be perfect. The very next day, have a rest day, and then off. Found, you know, you're almost feeling good by Thursday. Almost feeling back to normal Wednesday, Thursday for for most people. Ironman, um, generally with Ironman, that you you that's the end of the road. You, you generally need solid recovery. Um, I, depends on the athlete. Depends how mentally taxing that lead up was um because we're dealing with just as much mental fatigue as physical fatigue however just about every person that finishes an Ironman wants to get straight back into it because they've just on this huge high um you know (laughs) obviously not straight after the race but the one two days later they're just itching to get back into it um I've I've done a lot of experimenting with this. I've done it with myself where, you know, two days off, straight back into training. Easy volume for like two, three weeks. Um, I've done it with two three or so athletes now where we've trialled it. And it's never, never ended well. They'll get back into it. Things are going good. Six weeks time, they've just mentally crashed. And it, it's hard to, you know get them to, to complete a session, so, um, I, I like at least a minimum of one week of pretty, pretty close to doing nothing, I like walking, um, maybe if they, if they want to go to the pool and do some aqua walking, or, you know, a little, just basically body movements, that's all good, but it really is just, um, full recovery for one week and then in week two if they want to train um depends what they've got coming up as well if there's nothing coming up if they want to train we'll just do some very very easy volumes like um nothing more than an hour or so per day of easy volume and then on week three we'll just start slowly building it back up and i found that approach works really well for for but it's a lot. A lot of the time, it just depends on um, the athlete's state of mind. Um, you, you can't trust their state of mind after an Ironman because one to two days after Ironman, they're all raring to go. Want to get stuck back into it? They're they're planning out their next season. They want to do this. They want to do that. They want to come back harder and faster. And and you and trying to convince them that they've got to come, you know, get a they've got to lose some fitness and put some weight back on um mentally freshen up do some jobs around the house um tr- try and you know relax walk the dog and then we'll just build back up and then they'll be much better for it it's a hard sell for for a lot for, for definitely for half of them it's that can be a very very hard sell um but you know but when you did got the an athlete over years and you, they can start seeing oh hang on you, you you try to talk into doing this last time, but then they see the results they're getting. That oh, hang on, yeah, there might be something in it. But I'm gibbering. I'm I, I am gibbering a lot, so I do apologise. I hope that helps. And it, I guess it also depends on the athlete's level of fitness too. So if you, I've said that about a sprint, you can just go do a sprint distance. And um, just keep training and do some easy volume the next day. But if you've just come from, you know, nothing and you've trained up for it, you may need a few days off for for, the, for that. So it just, just depends. I, I have had athletes in the past, and I'm going back to Ironman here, <laughs> um, purely because I, I see it more at that level, that mental fatigue where athletes can be sometimes just completely wiped out. And trying to force them into training like two weeks later, three weeks later, it can be a recipe for disaster. It really can. So um, I never push. I'll, I'll put some sessions in um, and it's up to them whether they do it. Um, I'm not, you know, if they miss four ses- four days in a row, I'm not saying, hey, buddy, what's going on here? Because I know they're just mentally shot it takes a lot out of you one of those IMNs, physically and mentally it's very very taxing um and we all um what's the word I'm looking for we all react different to it so it's it's interesting stuff it's it's interesting um per athlete how they handle the lead up um you can almost say Um, half of them maybe more start self-sabotaging themselves between weeks seven through to week for two or four weeks out Um, a lot of little things, they'll start adding extra training sessions in the day before a very hard training session Um, or they'll start missing training sessions they'll start cutting sessions short, really short They'll start eating way too much food or really crap food. Um, so I always find from about four weeks out through to seven weeks out, at least half the athletes I've coached show signs of self-sabotage. And it's... Um, that that's that's an interesting topic too i always always find it because it can sometimes be subtle but then sometimes it can just stand out like dog balls so it's 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 an interesting topic but i but that's you know me just wandering off with my my own thoughts there if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmove.com until next episode hooray